episode 88, the number one missing piece to getting weight loss results. Welcome to the School of Weight Loss podcast, where we empower you to reach your healthy weight goals with less wasted effort, money, and time. This is the podcast that uses evidence-based tips and tools to simplify weight loss for the ladies who've tried it all. If you struggle with obesity or being overweight, you're tired of endless dieting and never reaching your goals and just plain tired with life, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, obesity medicine certified physician, life and weight loss certified coach, Dr. Emily Vinzant. Let's get this episode started. Hello there, ladies. Hey, I want to draw your attention quickly to something that I've started doing. In case you didn't notice, I'm doing little daily inspiration snippets for energized eating. They're shorter. They're not edited. They're not perfect. But I wanted to walk through literally what I do and where my mind goes every day to help me create energized eating results and hit my weight loss goals and live there in real life. I think it's incredibly important to see how this works. And since I'm offering you this new opportunity in Dr. Emily's School of Weight Loss to create your own energized eating plan and drop diets and figure out how to make it work, I thought what better than to share with you how to make it work by how I'm making it work. So if you see these other episodes interspersed in here, that's why. Every Monday, I'm still going to do my big weekly episode for you all on a concept or something that's going through my mind. Because I'm doing these little daily episodes, I'm committed to them for six months. I'm actually really loving them. I may do them for a year. We'll see. I'd love to hear your thoughts and questions. And these next few episodes are actually going to be coming from some of the biggest questions I got asked as we prepared for the challenge that we finished earlier this month. If you join the wait list for the challenge, I ask you to share with me your number one question about how to eat to energize your body and lose weight because that's what the challenge is, how to lose weight and gain energy. And in five days, we help you create your energized eating plan. It's not open right now. It'll be coming again in the near future because I'm committed to stick with it and make it so that you all can leave with an energized eating plan that works for you. When I have members join the wait list, I ask a very simple question, which is what's your number one question? I wanna know, I really do. Because as you get further and further in this journey, like I am, my questions are a little different than yours. And I wanna make sure that we're helping you answer all the questions. So this week's episode, I'm gonna take my favorite question. And next week episode, I'm taking my other favorite question that I got asked. Because there's a lot of questions in the plan and all of those sorts of things. And generally the challenge is built around the majority of those questions, right? How do I make a plan that actually works How do I stick to the plan? And then how do I stick to the plan in real life? Those are literally what we do on Days of the Challenge. So if you haven't joined me for it, you're going to want to join for the next one. But my favorite question that I got was such a good one. The question was, very simply, what is the missing piece? And I want to give you a little caveat because it was interesting because this lovely, lively lady had a sister who's been through my program and she said, my sister says it's coaching, but I think it's diet. I have the knowledge, but I still don't know what is the missing piece. (laughs) And let me just share with you, amen, right? What is the missing piece? Because if you all haven't listened to the last three episodes on my podcast, after this episode, go back and listen to them because I went over how to lose weight and make it stick. And diets, like there's a missing piece there. There's a huge missing piece. 
That question caused me to spend some time thinking about this, really, truly. And I think that there's three different possibilities for what the missing piece could be for you. I'm going to share with you mainly the main one for my ladies, because if you're listening to this podcast, I'm guessing that you're a woman who struggled with your weight for a long time. You want to hit a healthy weight goal. You may be in the process. You may be starting the process. You may be looking for new processes. Wherever you're at, we kind of all have the same goal. Most of the people who listen to my podcast are not women who are looking to like cut 1% of body fat or you know, increase their biceps lifting. (laughs) Most of us are looking to reach a healthy weight. You can still do this same work if that is your goal. But let me just say there's a reason specifically why this is the number one piece for my ladies. Okay, I want to share that because I think that's important to understand to begin with. For the women who struggle with being overweight or obese and haven't been able to hit their goals, what's the missing piece? As I shared recently, there's two things that I get told all the time by my ladies when they start. It's either I don't even know how to eat anymore or I know how to eat, but I just don't do it. And this specific question was more of a I know how to eat, but I just don't do it question. As I thought this through, there's really three possibilities for the missing piece. And I just want to give you the first two quickly because it's likely going to be what you think and what this specific lady thought is the missing piece. And it's probably not. (laughs) So option one is that you haven't created an energized eating plan that works for you. You've literally relied on either being on a diet where they give you the rules and you figure out how to make it work and it doesn't work for various reasons. One, it's someone else's rules. Two, you may not feel good eating that way. It may not fit your life. You may not actually lose weight eating that way. It may not fit your schedule. You may be doing it for the wrong reasons, right? All of that. If you haven't actually created an energized eating plan that works for you, that's going to be the number one first missing piece. Now, For most of us, that's actually simpler than you think. And this lady specifically thinks it's the missing piece. And I'm going to share with you that in my coaching with my ladies, this is probably the quickest work that we do. We keep making small tweaks as we up-level our mindset to get the results long-term. But generally, that's not as hard as you think. Because if you just go back to like what you like to eat and making it in a way that would reach your healthy weight goals and you have energy and your body feels good, that's not as complicated as you think when you drop all the extensive diet rules. But if you haven't done that, that is going to be the first missing piece. Most of us have done that, which brings me to the possibility of the second missing piece, which is you've created a plan, but you don't know how to stick to it in real life. That's probably the second missing piece. So you're like, I love this energized eating plan. I know when I eat according to my plan, I lose weight. I could live at my healthy weight. It's like I am on that trajectory with this plan. I feel good. I have so much more energy. I feel less bloated. I feel less achy. I just feel better in my body when I eat this way. And I could see how this could fit my life, right? I've looked at my daily schedule. When I eat fits my schedule. All of that seems to be aligned, but I just don't stick to it. For those of you who have a plan that you spend extensive amount of time not sticking to and you're constantly on track, off track, that's the next missing piece, okay? And that is a coaching difference, right? It's so funny. This lady said, my sister tells me it's the coaching. I think it's the diet. And here's what I want to know. You need both in place to create a plan that you want to stick to and stick to that plan. 
So I can give you some basic mindset tools, right? If you've listened to my podcast, you've heard me talk about think, feel, eat cycles. We also use the power pause, which is how to overcome cravings in the moment instead of just eating them. We use progress over perfection for those times when maybe your eating plan needs to be tweaked a bit to fit your life right? So likely on Tuesday afternoon, you're not struggling to stick to the plan. If you have a plan that works for you and you like, that's not going to be the times. It's going to be the one-off times where you just tell yourself, I don't know how to do it. So you don't and you bail. That's where progress over perfection is very helpful. And if you feel like you haven't been able to create a plan you can stick to, This also plays really into what I believe is the number one missing piece to get lasting weight loss results. So I want you to ask yourself a question. If you were to answer that question, what is the number one missing piece to getting weight loss results? What would you say? If I asked you to answer that question to me, if I said, hey, like, what do you think is the number one missing piece for you to get weight loss results? What's your answer? I'm going to guess it's not mine. (laughs) Because when I first started, I thought it was finding the perfect diet and doing the diet perfectly. I thought that was all that was available. And so if you're just starting, that is going to be what you think it is. And then it was figuring out how to do it on vacation or when I go to the lake in the summer or when I've had a stressful day, right? After I figured out the answer to this through the Energize Eating Plan, it was how do I make that work in real life? How do I stick to it when I've had a stressful day or my schedule changes or I just kind of want to go back to that lower brain type of eating that I used to think was kind of like the gluttonous side of me showing up. And once I figured all that out, I realized the real reason, the real missing piece here, because the truth is the missing piece is actually the healthy you. The healthy you is a tool that we use in Dr. Emily's School of Weight Loss to basically say, who am I going to be when I hit my healthy weight goals and live there? And every way around it, this is what it came back to for me, and it will for you. Here's why. As long as you don't believe that you're going to be the version of you who's living at your healthy weight goals with ease for life, you never will be. What that will look like in your weight loss journey is this. You will go from diet to diet to diet telling yourself it's either the plan doesn't work or I can't be the person who sticks to the plan. Typically in life, we think we have to have the result to be able to believe it. But unless you shift that identity, you won't ever be willing to do the real work to get the result. Here's why. Our brains love rewards. Our brains love comfort. Our brains love things to look forward to. Our brains are very set in the ways that we've been doing that for years. And ladies, it's always going to be food unless you become the person who makes it stop always being food. And no diet is going to do that for you. I often think of my own identity as this has evolved. So for you all, I just want you to know that you probably know a little bit about my history, but in case you're new, I tried every diet out there. I did the medications. I had weight loss surgery. I regained weight after every single one of them. And I let that become my identity, right? It was ingrained in who I was. It literally was, I can be this person who achieves accolades. I mean, I was a single mom in medical school. I was doing this. It mattered that much. I didn't lack willpower or motivation for life. 
I just let my identity slip into, I'm that and I'm the overweight girl. And so the parts of me that were already there became entwined with my weight. I was already a people pleaser, but because I didn't want anybody to look down on me because of my weight, I went into overload on that. You guys would have laughed so hard if you saw me back in residency. I was like the social guru. I did parties for everybody. Everybody had a birthday celebration and it was me, the single mom in residency doing it. And part of that was why I overate. And the other part of that was because I overate. It was entwined in who I was. I never rocked the boat. I didn't go out for those things that were challenging because inherently underneath it, I felt like my weight was a representation of me not being good enough. And so putting myself out there, if anything went wrong, was about my weight and I made about my weight. And here's what I thought, and my guess is you think too, that to become the version of me who lived at my healthy weight goals with ease, I actually thought that had to look like me becoming a different person. Here's what I mean by that. I looked to other people who seemed to be doing that in life, right? Look around you to who seems to be doing that. And the only way that I could see the journey looking for me was to become the people who are actively working to do that. Does that make sense? Like, I didn't look at people who were just thin and had always been thin because I thought that's not a possibility for me, right? I was like, that's already off the table because they just probably have genetics and are lucky. I looked to the people who were showing that they were actively working to do this. And what that represented in my mind was I needed to follow their eating plan and want to. So to me, that became the dried chicken breast or salad only diets. If you guys notice, you will not hear me talking about those kinds of food items a lot because they are diet foods and deprivation to me. They aren't. They're just food. That's what I made it mean in my mind. Like that's what I thought I was going to have to be. And I wasn't willing to be that. If you guys listen to Carla's episode, she loves the salads. It's like what she looks forward to. Me, not so much. It's not my go-to. Because that was the dieting version of me. I looked to the people who were actively working on this and they were representing back to me. They're eating salads. They're telling me don't even put any barbecue sauce on my chicken. (laughs) And I'm eating McDonald's at 5 p.m. on Friday nights. Where is the disconnect here? Right? It was too far. It wasn't who I wanted to be. So I would bail. The other side of it is I really genuinely thought I was going to have to be a person who wanted to run marathons or do like extreme fitness competitions. That was the other option. Like I was like, those are my two options. Or I do pills and medications. But as a doctor, I already knew there were limitations there, right? So I knew they might work for a while, but I was going to bounce back. I knew they weren't likely something I wanted to do the rest of my life. And I didn't want to be reliant on something external. So Although they are a tool and they can be a very helpful tool, it wasn't a tool that I was like looking for unless I got desperate enough in the short term. Let me just put it that way. And before I got married, I got desperate enough in the short term that I literally had weight loss surgery within two weeks. (laughs) So I would do that when I got desperate enough, right? I might try to do the challenges and those things, but it really just was very difficult to fit my life because I was a single mom in residency who couldn't do this. I couldn't fit it into my schedule. And to be honest with you, the weight loss results weren't there anyway, unless I changed what I ate. So it was just another thing I had to do. So it basically came back to this very strict diet plan was really what I thought I was going to have to follow for life. And frankly, I didn't want to do it. It wasn't in my identity. 
it didn't answer for so many of the things about my identity. So many of my ladies struggle with this. We tend to then build our lives around food. As I said earlier, our brains want dopamine hits, they want reward, they want comfort, they want feel good, they want celebration, and we've linked that all to food. Everybody does on some level, right? I shared this on our previous episode. Everybody on some level gets that feeling from food. It's just they don't link everything to it. And if you're a person who struggled with your weight for a long time, especially if you look at extreme deprivation for weight loss, you're going to become even more attached to that, quote unquote, between your diets. So if you want the missing piece to actually making this work, you have to actually drop that and create the version of you who can do this. What blew my mind was to realize that those people who are actively showing me how it's done, that's just what worked for them. It didn't actually have to work for me because once I started believing that I was going to create this and could make this work, and I call that version the healthy me, I could just be the healthiest version of me today. I started seeing places where it was already working and where I could grow to make it work more. It didn't have to be their plan. It just had to be my plan in a way that worked. And my vision of the future wasn't necessarily that. I didn't have to eat only salads and dried chicken breasts to live at my healthy weight goals. I do it and I don't. That might sound appealing to you, but it didn't to me. I don't do exercise challenges. Our group does 5Ks. We walk them. Our goal is to finish them. We don't care if we finish them last. We just did it for the fun. That's me. That's me. And that's when it becomes fun, right? Because the healthy version of you, the healthy you, the you who's living at your weight loss goals, wants a fun life, wants reward, wants comfort, wants celebration. But it can't all be about the food. And as long as it's all about the food, and now it's become, it's all about trying to make it fit the foods that I don't want, it's not going to work long term. So when you consider the creation of the healthy you, the number one missing piece for my ladies to get weight loss results and make them stick, I want you to consider a very simple process. Ask yourself, what is my life going to look like when I hit my weight loss goals and live there? And what do I think is the number one thing standing between me and being there? What is it? Many of you at first are going to say, I need the plan. Okay, that's easy. You can join me in Dr. Emily's School of Weight Loss, listen to the last few podcast episodes, and you can come up with that plan. Especially join me for the challenge when it comes open again. You can come up with that plan. Then it's becoming the version of me who sticks to it. This is linked. If you want to be able to stick to the plan, you have to be the version of you who sticks to it. Not the version of you who says, I know what to do, but I'm not doing it. Because I would challenge you, if those words come out of your mouth on a regular basis, you actually don't know what to do. What you know to do is a diet. You know what you should be doing. But if you're not doing it, you're not. You don't know what to do. This is true for my doctor friends that I coach, my highly educated medical people that I coach, all the way down. You know what the diet said to do. It didn't work. You don't know what to do for you. So let me give you a few examples because I think this work can start to feel a little bit like, okay, she told me the number one missing piece is to create the healthy me. That's it for most of my ladies, right? That healthy me has an eating plan that she wants, that she feels good eating, actually works, could work for her life. She's looking at how to stick to the plan by becoming the version of her who's reaching her weight loss goals. And I want to share with you a few examples of common setbacks that I see in this process. I shared with you all a few weeks ago that part of the reason I developed the Energize Eating Plan was that 
we did a lot of diets in my group before, right? And there was underlying themes. I just had to look for it to create the energized eating plan. There already was an underlying theme, which was protein first. You just picked your diet based off what types of protein you wanted and what you were willing to eliminate afterwards. And so in that space, I listened to ladies talk a lot about why they couldn't stick to the plan. And many of the times it came down to identity. Here's what I mean by that. If your identity is linked to food or you being overweight or in the obese category, the healthy you is going to have a much more complicated path. Let me give you the example that I shared a a bit back of one of my clients who she's been so successful. I mean, she's been living at her weight loss goals, I think for almost a year now. But she says, I'm seeing myself get off when I take meals to people. I see it. I know it. I buy the foods that I don't normally have in the house. Then I have to navigate my brain around them because I don't really even want them there. I don't eat them to energize my body on a regular basis. They're not even in my house anymore. I'm going out to get them. But her identity was linked to being the quote unquote best food gifter. (laughs) And you won't say it like that. Here's what you'll say. Oh, I'm the girl who brings blank, right? People want me to do this. At the holidays, I used to spend days preparing meals. I took over Christmas Eve from my grandma who bought store-bought Stouffer's lasagna. I made it from scratch. I made her desserts and three more right? I spent so much time in food. And what I realized with time is that's not really the healthy me. I love to host the gatherings. Even if I want it to be good food, I A, need to either come up with a way to simplify it so my brain isn't in the kitchen for three days and making the event all about the food. Or B, I just need to make the food that I actually like that works. That's the healthy me. It doesn't have to be dry chicken breasts, right? So here's what I did at Christmas. I do store-bought Stouffer's lasagna. Actually, we've upgraded it. There's some other really good ones because I don't want to be in the kitchen for three days. I literally make Christmas cookies a couple days before I make one or two where I used to make six or seven. If you're getting food brought to you by me, it's going to be absolutely delicious and it's going to be fabulous, but it's going to be energized eating type of food. I've actually tweaked family recipes. I love the idea of the Energized Eating Plan being your new, like, favorite family cookbook. I tweaked the recipes in my family to make it work. Got a fabulous, in our recipes for our membership, the fabulous new version of Sloppy Joe's. So, so good. I'm not eating dry chicken press. That's the healthy me. My identity is no longer the hostess with five different types of scones. Why? Because I actually want to be healthy. All you're reinforcing there is that scones are the best thing on the planet. And ladies, we believe it first, and then we show other people that. So you're showing your children, your grandchildren, your friends that. So likely your life may be surrounded at this point by other people who think the same thing. Which brings me to point number two in the healthy you identity shift. You're surrounded by people who think the same thing. Welcome to culture in America. You may have friends who are all doing that. And so here's what happens. We either don't tell people we're on a diet or we tell everybody we're on a diet. But I want to share with you that considering yourself on a diet will stop you from creating the healthy you because this is just the way you're going to be eating the rest of your life. And if that feels heavy, it's because your identity still thinks weight loss is diet brain. It's not the healthy you. That actually to me is a super exciting, empowering thing because I do like food and I can figure out things that I like everywhere I go. 
and walk away from the meal feeling energized, not stuffed, maintaining my weight loss, living my life. The identity shift from being a chronic dieter to being a healthy you is one of the biggest missing pieces to why it doesn't work in real life. And the last example I want to share is for those of you who say, why do this? Does it even really matter? Because if your identity is linked to being overweight, let's say you really love food and you're the food provider for everybody and you can't even imagine how you could do it in your current circumstances to change that unless you're eating dry chicken breast and you can't stand another dry chicken breast and you're in that space and you just really have reached that place where you're like, does it even matter? I want you to consider your true healthy you motivation. Here's what I mean by that. When you show up in your life, passionate, purposeful, here to do what you're meant to do, what results do you create with the one life you've been given? What would you do that you haven't done? What would you stop doing that you are doing now? And why would you ever want to stop short of doing that? The reason we tell ourselves this is because we just think we're going to spend the rest of our lives going from diet to diet or be living in deprivation. The healthy you is about being more of you, more of the authentic you, more active in your life. Whatever you believe our reason for being here is, you're here. You're impacting the people around you and you're choosing the life you're living. And the healthiest version of you is doing that in a way that's authentic with passion and purpose. I'm a God girl, so to me, I know I'll never be perfect. I know I'm human but I know that I'm here to show other people love. I left recently, I read something about what is your theme, right? What is your theme? And I discussed this with my husband. As you think of the healthy you, what would your theme be? Not your job, not what you do, but what shows up in your whole entire life as like the highest version of you that you feel like is a little bit different for you. And my husband said, you're a people pleaser. And I was like, that's rude. like your theme is a people pleaser. I was like, I think that's a really rude way of saying maybe the same thing that I think, which is this. I think my theme is I'm a caregiver. I love to love on other people. And I believe that God put me here to do that. But when I'm sitting at home exhausted, not loving myself because of the results that I've created for my own life, it's very difficult to love on people and care for them. Trust me, I did that for years. I know what that looked like for my life. I was in a very busy clinic. I overate. I was so stressed out. I was trying to do everything perfectly for my daughter. I was trying to raise this child, pay all the bills, do all of that on my own. And I came home at night and just curled up in a ball. I didn't want to talk to anybody, be around anybody. I know it made me show up different in my days. Don't get me wrong. I'm always been a people pleaser. You would have always thought I was kind, but I wasn't always necessarily from true love. It was from responsibility. And when I show up as the caregiver I want to be, oh, it's so much fun. I'm watching those relationships evolve this summer with my stepsons. Two of them are living here all the time right now. And my daughter came back and I said, this house is just so much fun because I'm just showing up as the caregiver in love. That is the healthy me. That is the healthiest version of me. I don't have to overeat the anxiety at 9 p.m. I don't have to overeat the frustration because I'm showing up all day long in passion and purpose. So ladies, if you are looking for the number one missing piece for the ladies who struggle with being overweight or obese and have been through this, it's the healthy you. 
And the creation is actually much simpler than you think. I create the healthy me every day. I cross stitch. I don't run marathons. I don't eat dried chicken breasts. And I don't eat a lot of salad. I love my eggs <laughs> with spinach, tomato, and onion. We eat sloppy joes. I don't spend days in the kitchen anymore. And if you get a meal from me, it's going to be an energized eating meal. And it's not as likely you're going to get a meal from me. I'm probably going to come offer to do other things because food just isn't that purpose for me anymore. That's the identity shift that's occurred in me. Yours doesn't have to look just like that. Yours will be authentic to you. But once you start doing it, you'll get those weight loss results. You'll get them in a way that sticks, but you'll also get the passion, the purpose, and the life you desire. The life you were put here to live. Today is the day, ladies. I did a coaching group recently where they said, come up with a slogan for your ladies. And I was like, oh my goodness, this slogan stuff. I don't know about this whole idea. But I thought about it and thought about it. And I thought this, here's what we need to hear. Today is the day. It's not tomorrow. It's not waiting until perfect or my life aligns. It's not getting the groceries. It's just choosing that today is the day for me. I think it's going to be my new sign off. All sorts of fun things coming. (laughs) Today is the day, ladies. Let's get started. If you love today's episode, make sure to share it with a friend who needs to hear it too. Leave me a review and click subscribe to get the latest updates on all my new podcast episodes. Ready to reach your healthy weight goals and drop the endless diet cycle? Head on over to emilyvinzantmd.com and learn more about working with me and Dr. Emily's School of Weight Loss, my virtual weight loss coaching program. The link is in my show notes. 